Why is there so much construction? I feel like there's a lot of construction on campus. Construction equipment and materials. I see construction everywhere. Sort of made the campus look kind of ugly. Walking around campus, I have these same thoughts. Honestly, all this construction seems a little bit surprising to me, especially because the college has this mission to lower emissions 35% below 1990 levels by 2020 and to go carbon neutral by then. Construction is not really sustainable. We just heard Amy Johns, who is the director of the Zilka Center for Environmental Initiatives on campus. She does point out, though, that Williams College has a mission, and it's an important mission, I think, not just for for the students who are here, but for society writ large, that, that education is is part of a sustainable society, too. And the most sustainable campus we could have is to shut down. Like, you know, <laughs> we could close all our buildings and not use any energy, but then we wouldn't be educating students and we wouldn't be fulfilling our mission. So the question then is, how do we go about this? How does the college make decisions about when to build so that the needs of everyone on campus are met, but the sustainability goals are met as well? We go through a, it's a quite long process. And a lot of times people don't see that process. So they're like, oh, all of a sudden we got this new building. Um, you know, it doesn't happen overnight like that. That was Rita Coppola Wallace. And I'm the executive director for the planning, design, and construction office here at Williams. We start with, there's an organization called Sightlines, and they come to the campus four or five times a year. They walk every single bit of the campus, they go through every building, and they assess the condition of the buildings. The Construction and Science Quad is one example. Bronfman was a particularly energy inefficient design. It was built at a time when that was not an issue. It, it basically was a huge energy user on campus already. That was Tiku Majumdar. I've been, for the last eight years or so, the director of the Science Center, so from the beginning of this particular project. The other important thing was really the functionality of the labs themselves. So the kind of role of science on campus has just expanded dramatically. And, and along with that has been the need for flexible and state-of-the-art space. Both he and Rita brought up that when it was built, the design was very inflexible, another reason it made more sense to tear it down. The dorm Garfield on the edge of campus was a slightly different case. I think it was the late 1800s that it was built as a, uh, a vacation home, if you will. And then in comes the fraternity, and there are 20 brothers in the fraternity. Then the fraternities are dissolved. The, camp, the college acquires Garfield and um, 40 beds, never added on. So clearly this is not a great setup, and the college had to do something about it. When we think about what would be the best choice to make for any given building project, we should think about not only how much energy is it going to use once it's constructed, but how much energy is going to go into constructing it and into the materials that are used in it. We just did carbon analysis of a building while trying to decide whether to tear it down or renovate it. That was Garfield House. Um, and interestingly, it, it, we did end up tearing it down and that that ended up being the better choice even from a life cycle perspective. The next step in this process is putting together a building committee. There's an architectural review committee here on campus. We have a representative from that committee. My staff is there. Operations staff is there. Amy sits on all of our building committees. When she mentions Amy, that's Amy Johns, who we heard earlier. Um, as well as always somebody is there representing the, the organization 
that the building is affecting. Once it has been decided that a building does need construction and the committee has been made, they hire an architecture firm to put together multiple different options. The building committee then chooses one of those options. I was curious about the Zilka Center's role in all of this, and so I asked Amy Johns about it. When the Zilka Center gets involved in the building process is a moving target, actually, and that as Williams has gotten more serious about sustainability, we've gotten involved earlier and earlier and earlier in the process. She said that the Zilka Center needs time to do the research and energy analysis before a firm is hired, and so it's best if the Zilka Center can be involved from the very beginning before any big decisions are made. Once all these decisions are made, construction begins, but there are certain standards that colleges must upkeep. The trustees approved some green building standards back in 2011, I believe, that did give a standard of lead gold um, or the equivalent, no new emissions from construction and a couple other things that were sort of smaller. With these new policies, new buildings are much more energy efficient the new North and South Science buildings will have about twice the square footage of old Bromfman and yet use about half of the energy. Plus, the new science centers are much more flexible in their design. Looking forward to the future as well, we have to take climate change into account. It's a tricky thing because none of us really know when and to what degree the changes are going to happen. We know they're coming, we just don't know the exact timeline. And so more than anything, what we're doing is trying to build flexibility into buildings. While trying to keep up with the needs of the student body and faculty and staff on campus, as well as be as sustainable as possible, construction will be necessary. And yet, we have to be careful not to overdo it. The question of um, how to balance a historic campus and energy performance and financial cost, honestly, is a huge one and is being actively discussed at the trustee level and the senior staff level. It's important to consider the, the sort of the character and the feel of the place and not just the cost and the um, energy performance. Those things are easy to measure. And so because they're easy to measure, they're easy to prioritize. But that it would be all too easy to make our our decisions based on those and then suddenly 10 years from now look around and essentially say this place is cold or impersonal or what happened and it doesn't feel like Williams anymore and and so that qualitative piece is really challenging but I think also really important. <laughs>